Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Football Frenzy. All right, let's get it. Coming to you live from Studio 34 in Midtown Manhattan. It is the Fantasy Football Frenzy right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Coming from a lively, brand new, not rock and rolly Versa. This is the Studio 34. We are the Frenzy, Corey Parson, Fantasy Executive. The All-In Kid, Jake Seeley. He'll pop up on the screen via Skype. Over there in the Get Money Corner is my man, the High Stakes Maven, Matt Medica. Coming up on the program today, we're going to talk sleepers. Got a little bit of Shady McCoy news to get to. Also, kind of get your latest on that situation, not to mention the fact, uh, interesting story with Adam Pac-Man Jones this morning. So, <laughs> sleepers, Pac-Man, Shady your telephone calls, 844-843-6879. Goon Squad, we got to get ready for the Fantasy Football Frenzy auction. So we'll get some information on that coming up shortly also. it's one spot left in that league. We're not going to put no bread on it because whatever. We're doing it as fun for the funsies, whatever. So shout out to Jim Day for putting that together. So we get you that covered. Let you know how we get that last spot filled. Don't forget, once again, telephone number, 844-843-6879. Right now in Versa. They have a private event with Goldman Sachs. So somebody should uh, be talking advertising with is, these people. Is Hillary here? Uh, <laughs> Matt, no, let's, Matt, no, Matt I'm, trying to have, I'm trying not to get into no smoke today, but we're not going to do that. But, yeah, the Goldman Sachs people, representatives from Goldman Sachs, having a private event, somebody should be upstairs talking advertising with these Goldman Sachs people because they got the money. Studio be- 34 sponsored by Goldman Sachs. I should have walked in with a suit and asked for a job. Do I have to do everything? You're right. I'm a free agent over here. Well, I'm not a free agent, but I can get out my contract. All right, so here we go. Let's get ready to get it started. I'm going to give you my number one sleeper going into the season right off the rip. I'm looking for a situation where things change and a player that's not getting drafted. And you look at what the Chicago Bears did by going and upgrading their offense, adding pieces like Allen Robinson, already have Jordan Howard, Tariq Cohen, a dynamic playmaker they brought in last year. They brought in a couple other wide receivers, and they skipped my name right, the name skipped my head right now. They went out and got Trey Burton. Matt Nagy and this whole crew, what they plan to do is raise the level of Mitchell, the truth, Trubisky. Listen, I'm not saying that you got to be as hardcore as me when it comes to going after these sleepers or you got to play quarterback chicken. I'm willing to play quarterback chicken in a league that I put 25, 50 bucks on. I'm willing to play quarterback chicken all the way to the final round and go into a season where Mitchell Trubisky is my QB1. Jake, I think Trubisky has a Jeff golf type ascension this year, and I think he's a guy that can flirt with QB1 numbers throughout the course of the season. Uh, do you want me to just write your show for you? Oh, Jake trying to say that he's in on this already. Go ahead, Jake. <laughs> uh, yeah, honestly, because if you go back to January on the Roto Experts website, the, uh, the article is Mitchell Trubisky is the next Jared Golf. So, I mean, if you just want to pull up all my articles and steal all my stuff, that's cool. Nice. I love it. <laughs> I'm about to give Jake props a little bit later on in the show, but still. But, Jake, break it down eloquently why the Trubisky, the truth Trubisky, this is his year. 
Well, so that, well, I gotta say what I said in January, and then come back to what you said. So in January, I said why he could be the next Jared Goff is because you're looking for somebody in that second year. He has all the talent. When I came out of the draft, I said he just needs some refinement in his mechanics. Actually, very similar to Pat Mahomes, and he's in a situation that wasn't helping him. You know, he didn't have any really wide receivers to throw to. Kevin White hasn't been able to be on the field. So I so said, if you look at a team, what does he have already? At the time in January, he already had a good offensive line. He already had one of the better backfield duos in the league in Jordan. Howard and Tariq Cohen. So just get him some more weapons, get him another year, and Trubisky can make that next step forward with his development. What did the team do? They did what you just said. They went out, signed Allen Robinson. They signed Taylor Gabriel. They drafted Anthony Miller. They bring in Trey Burton, sign him as well. They got him the weapons very similar to what the point was in the article I was saying, as Jared Goff is. They brought in Sammy Watkins. They brought in more weapons for him. They, they And that's what they did. They built the team around him, and that's what they're doing with Trubisky. They're giving him weapons. They're giving him the chance to succeed. And if you look at him, for this season, I think he can be the next year of golf. I'm not going to draft him as my only quarterback, and I said that to, again today. I just put out the sleepers column on the, ex, the exclusive edge package today. Ding, ring the bell. Ding. Um, and I mentioned Trubisky again. And I did it in a much shorter version because I just linked to the entire article. But, you know, if I could draft Trubisky and Matthew Ryan or Matthew, I don't know. Who calls him Matthew? What the hell? Matt Ryan yeah. at the end of drafts late as those two. I would love to do something like that. I can get down with that 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 quarterback combo right there. If you got 20 roster spots, you want to give two of them to a quarterback. Matt Ryan, Mitchell, the truth, Trubisky, don't have a problem. See, see, Jared Goff was in that disgusting, old, non-innovative, silly-ass Jeff Fox offense, Jeff Fisher offense, and he looked like trash. You bring in a young, dynamic offensive mind, it takes off. Mitchell Truth Trubisky, what's John Fox ain't coach winning football in gosh darn uh, two decades now? You go bring a young offensive mind in there, you build around the quarterback, Matt Medica, you got yourself a sleeper. I, I mean, that to me is the biggest thing here. The going out, getting an offensive minded coach, and obviously adding players into the mix to, you know, this is a guy that you made that trade that many people scoffed at at the draft. So if you're going to ma- invest all that, you got to put the structure around him to succeed. So, yes. yeah, I think you have to be excited. He has nowhere to go but up also. All right. So, uh, you know, having a, a number one wide receiver in Allen Robinson, getting the tight end in Trey Burton. I mean, Burton is I, – I know Shaheen had some good games and stuff, but I think Trey Burton is a much better athlete and stuff like that. Yeah. And you got Cohen. Now you got people that – will actually use Cohen, not people that say, well, teams know we're going to give him the ball so we yeah, can't. You know. shut up. That's stupid. <laughs> this is, that's called scheming up an offense, Fox, Jonathan. I'm like Jake now. I'm calling people by names they never heard before. Matthew Ryan, yeah, well, Jonathan the, Fox. The problem was it was like three yards in a cloud of dust. It was like the philosophy. That was their offense, punt and pass. Passing the, point. The Mitchell, the Mitch, saying Mitchell too many times has got me hung up and saying Matthew because I want to just call him Mitch. That's but a good one, he Jake. Still goes by Mitchell, so then I, that's what brought out. I, I guess that's what brought out the Matthew. All right, I'm gonna give you another <laughs> sleeper, and I'm gonna go to my Dallas Cowboys America's team, and I'm gonna tell you about the tight end named Blake Jarman. Put a dollar on him late in the draft, or you may have to go pick him up on the waiver wire after week one, two, something like that. See, Blake Jarman was on the roster last year. He's real good. Inline blocker. He can do that. It's improvement, not to mention the fact he's an excellent route runner. What the Dallas Cowboys did with their, receive, with their receiving core this year, you got guys like Des Bryant, Jason Witten. They've been running these same routes for years. It's old and outdated. So you bring in a route running guru like they did. You bring in Alan Hearns, dynamic route runner. 
You get rid of Ryan Switzer. Cole Beasley could do that role. Another good guy at running routes. You go get Michael Gallup, a route running specialist. This kid, Blake Jarwin, what's the best thing about him at tight end? He know how to run routes. Dak Prescott does not like to throw contested balls because Dak Prescott does not want to turn the football over because he's seen Tony Romo turn the football over for a decade. Don't get me wrong. I love Tony Romo, but he never was able to win anything. Dak Prescott wants to get paid. He wants to be a winner. He wants to eliminate turnovers, hand the ball off to Ezekiel Elliott. Now you get wide receivers that can get open, and Blake Jarwin is a tight end that can get open. Nobody's talking about him. They're all talking about Rico Gathers, but Matt Medica, get behind me with the Blake Jarwin hype train. Uh, look, I get what you're saying about, uh, about Prescott. You know, he's kind of like a, sh- a sous chef, not really a chef, so he's not going to want to throw that contested ball. I, I don't know how this, this tight end situation really ends up being. It could be Jarwin, like you say. I know Swain in certain uh, areas is the guy right now. Rico Gathers was the uh, fanboy prediction early on a few months back, but it seems like he might not even make the roster anymore. So, you know, look, I, I, outside of Elliott, I'm really not excited. A dollar make you hollow on Blake Jarwin, Jake. You get, get behind your boy. Mm, uh, see, I have him the highest of all the Dallas Cowboys tight ends right now, but he's not even inside the top 30 for me just because it could honestly be a committee tight end. And at that point, what do we really want to deal with with that for the fact that, you know, Swaim, all the rest of them. I mean, if Gathers does make the team, uh, there's a lot of people that like his athleticism. As Matt's saying, a month ago, everybody was all over Gathers, and now he's kind of a forgotten fact. You're looking at it. There's opportunity here, and that's what we like, and that's what we're hoping for. I don't know that it's going to be one specific guy, though. That's the problem. If it is Jarwin, if he is the specific one, and he's on the field for 60% of the snaps, then sure, a dollar make your holler as your tight end, too. But there's other tight ends that I'm going for now before I even get into the conversation with him, like Jake Butt for the Broncos. Jake Butt for the Broncos. That's a tight end name right there. That is, that's a tight end name. That is. You know, yeah. Sometimes you, you're born into your position. Exactly. Jake Butt. <laughs> if somebody was to walk in this joint right now, you know what I'm saying, just reach out and shake his hand to me and be like, I'm Jake Butt. Nice to meet you. I'd be like, Mr. Butt, are you a tight end? And he'd be like, how'd you guess? Because your name is Jake Butt. <laughs> that's a tight end name right there. Equinemius St. Brown is a wide receiver name. <laughs> Wouldn't you no. agree with that, Jake? No. no, it's not a wide receiver no. name. He's a clipboard holder. Equinemius. Hey, Jake, who's that on your shirt today? Oh, it's Morty from Rick and Morty. The little, uh, little, uh, I like, like it. ET. I can yeah, do that. What would you describe somebody named Leroy? Leroy is an all lives matter dude That's that's what I would describe Somebody named Leroy Your name is Leroy son Don't try to get fancy with us now Your name is Leroy not Leroy It is no black man named Leroy No no black man named Leroy I was thinking Leroy Because I was thinking Did you ever see the world of Warcraft with Leroy Jenkins Yes that's a black man's name Leroy Jenkins Leroy Jenkins who the hell is this Unless you're from the bayou I don't want to hear Leroy Creole, Cajun, you know. Yeah, exactly. Have you ever seen the video, Matt, of the, the Leroy Jenkins? Where the guy goes so. through like six minutes of setup telling everybody on the squad what they're going to do, and then they're getting ready to do their battle, and the guy just goes, Leroy Jenkins! <laughs> and runs in by himself. I and love like it. ruins no. the entire thing. Leroy Jenkins. Sound like he was in like That sound like fun. Sound like a, a superhero in an old blaxploitation movie, Leroy Jenkins. Leroy Jenkins come from the rib shack. To take your lady <laughs> with a big old afro. That's Leroy, that's Leroy Jenkins. Leroy <laughs> Jenkins is is don't trust him. <laughs> don't trust him. Do not trust any black dude named Leroy. Don't trust him. 
He worked for the man. There you go right there. 844-843-6879. I don't have G-Chat up, uh, PJ or uh, Bavona, whoever on the ones and twos, but I'm quite sure my man Steven Mass is waiting on, him, on, waiting on me. Oh, gosh. <laughs> you want to know what I found interesting when the topic of sleepers and stuff? I wasn't sure like how we were cutting this off with yeah. and stuff. And I said I'll, I'll go with Mahomes over Jimmy G. Because I mean everybody, everybody saw Jimmy G play and stuff yeah. like that. But I'm looking at in the NFFC in four online championships. Uh, you know, actually Mahomes has a higher ADP than Garoppolo. See, because I find that well, Ventra hasn't done enough online championships. <laughs> that's why. I, no, I, I was think that's right. <laughs> Ventra yeah, hasn't done well, enough well, online. No, no, but I'm just saying, I just thought coming off of last year, remember how we were talking like everybody was just going to be so in on Jimmy G and all that helium and hype was just going to be like a runaway train? I, I, listen, I, we, we thought it was too, but the, see, one thing about fantasy football, the industry every year, the, 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 the industry catches up. You see what I'm saying? The, the people, and you can attest to this, Jake, the people that follow us and get advice and stuff like that, every year, they narrow the curve a little bit. Like, they're getting, maybe not as, they, 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 their knowledge pushes up to where they're almost like on an expert level. Would you agree with that? Hey, everybody's always getting better every single year. That's why when I did the sleeper column, the first thing I did was go on about the fact that there's really no such thing as a sleeper anymore. Everybody somewhere is talking about somebody. I even referenced the fact that I was talking with somebody on Twitter saying, Ed Dixon's actually the true definition of a sleeper, but who really wants to draft Ed Dixon? Oh, God, like, no. <laughs> but that, see, that's the point. Like, he's the definition. Like, nobody knows where he is playing anymore. Nobody knows that he could potentially have value for the Seahawks. So that is a true sleeper. But that's how far you have to go now to get somebody that nobody's talking about. And now the fact is the two of us talked about him. So some people are going to be talking about him somewhere. But everybody's knowledge is getting better. That's why we like to play. And it's becoming more competitive. I, I'm not surprised, though. I, I thought Pat Mahomes, Pat Mahomes would go ahead of him because of the rushing ability. That's really what it comes down to. Matty Moe. Now, what's up, Ventra? Oh, Ventra. Apparently, Ventra has, a, uh, has free range of a microphone downstairs. Go ahead. <laughs> He's go an Italian. Go ahead, Ventra. <laughs> so, listen. Jimmy G went in the fourth round before Patty Mahomes in my Scott Fishbowl draft, right before my pick. So, he, in a lot of drafts, I see him going before Patty Mahomes. Especially yeah, no, Scott I'm, well, I'm looking at ask for it before you jump on the show next time? I'm looking at where people are putting up $350 to, you know. Draft in, Pat Mahomes. And... I just I thought for sure, but I, I guess maybe it's like what you were saying with the fantasy uh, fantasy community catching it, up. It catches up. I think like the analogy would be like New Jersey following New York. Like they, people are always like a year or two behind. That is a good one right there, Matt Medica. Eight four four eight four three six eight seven nine. Hey, my man Nick in the chat. Um, I don't I can't see what your question is, Nick. I saw it earlier. I don't feel like scrolling backwards, but I was like, it was a lot going on in that question, so I can't answer it in the chat. Now, you can hit up Jim Daywood. He's in the chat. He can help you with that if Jim be a good man and do that. Or I want, I want to talk to you, Nick, so you can call us up, too, at 844-843-6879, and then we can uh, stiff through your question like that. And uh, is, is Bavona, JP, somebody, do we have Stephen Mass on the line yet? Because I'm, I know my man Stephen Mass want to pop the seal on the program. Oh, I know Stephen Mass. I hope he's all right. Good. <laughs> That's not nice, Jake. Not nice. <laughs> he should actually get that last remaining spot just for his and what? And the auction every day. No way. He would take like five hours a pick. 
I can see that being. It'd be very nice. Oh, but see, the auction you do it like you bid on, like you nominate three players a day, and then that's how the bidding process. Oh, that's works. how it's gonna go. You nominate. What is this thing supposed to start? Auction? I want to start. Yeah, I think a slow because I don't think my fantasy league has the has the um ability to do a live auction. Yeah, it does. We've used it for flex. Oh, really? I'm, oh, so we do it. Well, we got. I'm going to be in and out of like. Yeah, uh, that's what I'm saying. So let's do internet it. Internet for like the next week or so. Yeah, so let's do it. Let's do it as a slow auction. You nominate your players, and this way We've nobody's be, nobody's beholden to it. So every day, everybody nominates three players, and those players are bid on for 24 hours. So you say you nominate your say you nominate Danny Woodhead. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> say you nominate Danny Woodhead for five dollars, right? So then he, people have 24 hours. I may jump in and go six. Yada yada yada, and then the person who has them in the twenty-four hours is over at the highest price. He drops to that team, and we nominate three a day. Then this way, the draft don't take no more than five or six days. So that's how we're going to do it, uh, Jim. We'll do the slow auction. Yeah, that's cool. You cool with that, Jake? That's fine. Yeah, all right, so cool. And then we're going, like I said, we're doing it for spits and giggles. We're not going to put no money on it. Yeah. Now, if people get comfortable with it and want to do one for twenty-five, thirty dollars, something like that. Then we got it. Then we then then you know we'll get league safe and we'll get somebody to sponsor the league and stuff like that. Maybe I'll go talk to these Goldman Sachs people to sponsor the league. You should. We should it's somebody should be here talking to the Goldman Sachs people. I do everything. And it's more up tempo Wu Tang when we come back on Wu Tang Wednesday. Hey Nick, eight four four eight four three six eight seven nine. My man, when we come back, update on Shady. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there, where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Downstairs. 844-436-879 Fancy Football Frenzy right here on uh Fancy Sports Radio Network. Um somebody started a rumor in the league chat that I was giving the winner $250. That is definitely a rumor. <laughs> you get $250 of Bob Buddy, you then we gonna put money in the league. I'm not just gonna give you $250. I'd be a lot more excited if we do a $250 league. Matt, I can't. We can't. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to drop that on these people. I'm not saying <laughs> the next one to be 250. If people want, if you get 12 cats to do that, then we do that. Uh, something else I saw in the chat too. I wanted to reference right quick. Um, let me see. That's not it right there. Uh, all right. So, oh my goodness, I'm all over the place. I missed something. Goon Squad, what up? Shout out to everybody. I get into the shady stuff in a minute, but first I told Nick to call in. Uh, Nick in Minnesota. Nick, what's good with you, my man? How are you doing, Kari? I am chilling. Hey, Nick, you was on. You was in the chat room in Carton and Friends this morning too, right? Yeah. Did, did you disagree? I felt like you disagreed with me about something. Do you remember that? No, I don't remember anything about that. All right, cool. So I just wanted to make sure. If you did, I wanted to give a, ch- a chance to rebut. But um, all right, Nick. No, so what? I mostly agree with everything. What's up? With everything you said. Oh, thank I you. I mostly agree with everything. 
thing you say. Yeah. I, I appreciate that, Nick. Yeah, you don't have to though. Uh, all right, so Nick, so 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 drop this question on me because I saw numbers and names, and I was like, what is what's Nick talking about? Let's see if we can break it down right here. What you got, Nick? Okay, so I'm in a $500 Fab budget league. All right. Dynasty, uh, you can keep your players up to five years. And right. every uh, year it goes up 10%. So right now, I have Mike Williams for $4. And so this year it would be $5. All right. Uh, but I w- and then Russell Wilson would be around like 25 right now. Yeah. For a five year. Uh, I already have Cam Newton and Andrew Luck, but I was thinking I could run another one with um, Russell Wilson. And I have 323 budget for this next auction. All right, so let me see if I got this straight. I don't Mike Williams for five dollars. I can get down with that. Russell Wilson for twenty five. I don't want Russell Wilson at twenty five dollars. How many points per touchdown pass? A uh, four. Four points per touchdown pass. Can I ask you questions. I'm a little confused. Is it $500 FAB or is it $500 cap? It's a $500 FAB budget, right, uh, Nick? Yeah, like you, the most you can spend is $500. On auction day? Yeah, uh, no, right now on auction day, I can spend $323. Oh, so you got $323, so that's different now. $25. Yeah, that's what, I heard you Good job, Matt. Good so. job, Matt. So now, now $25 Russell Wilson is not that bad. I can now I can get behind a twenty five dollar Russell Wilson. And how many of these players you keeping? Uh, so right now on my league, can I name them off? Make it quick, please. Okay, I have Cam Newton, Golden Tate, Emmanuel Sanders, Chris Hogan, uh, Andrew Luck, Mike Williams, Chris Carson, and Ted Ginn. How, how much is Cam Newton? Receivers, we got we got to know how much Cam. Yeah, Newton how much is Cam? How many years do you have him, Mark? So I have five wide receivers right now. And I have Golden Tate, Emmanuel Sanders, and Chris Hogan in my lineup. Right but now. what's the difference between Cam Newton and Russell Wilson? Is Cam only five dollars and Russell Wilson? You know, I just want to know that. Cam is twenty three. Russell is twenty five. Okay. Cam is on a three year. I don't. I, I, that's not to me. That's kind of like flip a coin. Well, I just wanted to see if, like, yeah, Cam was coming in at fifteen or something. You know, Jake. You Jake. What do you think about this? Mm, I don't see the need for a third quarterback, I, and I, I'm a Mike Williams fan, so. Yeah, there you go right there. What do you think, Mike Nick? Williams, Mike Williams at four bucks, if he is who he's supposed to be. Some, think about Corey Davis. If Corey Davis was four bucks, nobody would have a question about it. People were saying Mike Williams was just as good as Corey Davis last year. Some people were arguing he was better. So if you think Corey Davis could be the next great option and you're going to get a potential, even wide receiver two for four bucks, I'm keeping that. I actually took Mike Williams yeah, was- in the uh, 12th round today. Nice job, Matt. Yeah, I was thinking with uh, Mike Williams that he had injury problems. I didn't know if that was going to be. He was injured last year. He was injured last year. I'm, yep. I, I'm buying. I'm, I, I like a five dollar Mike Williams. I got no. I got no beef with that. And when you get, and then on auction day, when you actually get to the auction, you got to build up that wide receiver core a little bit. You need true not. You need a true WR one in that group. Okay, I'm probably going to get like a cheaper RB one, probably like uh, Larry Fitzgerald, who I could get for. Four- why are, you, why are you not investing in one of the top wide receivers, Nick? Because I don't have – because I could invest in two great RBs and then I could get another uh, wide receiver two, wide receiver one if – Okay, what's this – sta- this, this standard or PPR? Uh, it's .5 PPR. Half point PPR. And no wide receivers was Chris Hogan, Emmanuel Sanders, and who else? Golden Tate. 
I, I, I want me. I, I think I want me a true one. Yeah. Well, at least I want somebody that can become a one. Exactly. Yeah. What do you think, Jake? Uh, I don't know. I missed that whole last part. Jake don't. <laughs> Jake don't like listening to the question. Well, <laughs> no, it, it is kind of a confusing kind of. Thing. I get I'm it. Trying to piece everything together. I get it. So, but nah. Go ahead. Whatever strategy you got to use, Nick. That's how you do it. But yeah. I think it's a toss-up between Russell Wilson and Cam Newton. You want to say the $2 on Cam, cool. Russell Wilson at 25 is not bad. Mike Wilson at $5 is not bad. I mean, it all depends who's available at the wide yeah. receivers, too. And, yeah. and, Nick, one thing, like we talk about, you know your league better than, than, than we do, so you go ahead and make a decision like that, but we're always here to help. 844-843-6879. All right, good looking out, Nick. Oh, don't forget, Roto Experts exclusive Edge Fantasy Football Package for 2018 is live and it's lit. Jake Seeley's rankings are in there. That's a big deal. So you want to get Jake Seeley's rankings, you get him for the draft, because he's the best at that, and then you get him for the rest of the season. The promo code is All-In-Kid. That'll get you a couple dollars off. I don't want to hear no other promo codes besides All-In-Kid. All right? Now, with that being said, okay, Roto-Wax. Oh, DKMS Trivia. That's coming up next on the BFFs. So you want to get a chance to win two, two tickets to the World Series. It'll be in the Bronx this year. And you want to get a chance to win those two tickets and come to the Bronx for the World Series. You call up Mr. Sussman and the gang, um, the BFFs, the very popular program, and then you get a chance to play the DKMS Trivia Challenge to win two tickets to the 2018 World Series in the Bronx, New York. All right, so that's done. I, see, I, I, I'm, I'm just going through right now, and I'm getting, um, and I'm getting some stuff. I'm t- just housekeeping, doing some housekeeping. Then we'll get to Medica Sleepers, and then we get to Jake Sleepers. Uh, Shady McCoy. Tom on Shady McCoy. Allegations against Shady McCoy. Now they're saying that they didn't actually beat this uh, young lady, but they was uh, that he put the person up to do it. I'm not buying that. Uh, the person that I think has the smoking gun. See, this young lady has a child by Marcus Vick. Marcus Vick is a walking rap sheet. Jake, you live in the 757 area. Marcus <laughs> Vick is a Marcus Vick is a rap sheet with two legs. I'm telling you, Marcus Vick is a bad dude. Smoking gun on this. I'm quite sure Marcus Vick know exactly what happened in this situation. I don't think Shady McCoy would do this. When he's been playing the situation, through the, he's been going through the legal process this whole time. Why at the 12th hour would Shady send some goons in there to go beat this woman up? I'm going to kind of agree. I'm Look, I'm not, I just want to wait till all the facts come out. Right. I'm not going to just crucify somebody. I'm not going to ruin somebody's life, their livelihood, their reputation. And even... But even if he didn't do this, and the other stories about beating his kid and the dog are true, he's a pretty bad person, and this woman's a pretty bad person. The NFL investigative, decision, investigative branch will turn over every rock. This, he can be cleared from this woman, but they're going to go looking for something. That's how the NFL does. It's just plain and simple. And, Jake, listen, I hate to say it this way, but when something like this happened and the person that's accused is a man and he's wealthy – Everybody always thinks guilty until proven innocent, and after that person is proven innocent, you never hear no more about the story. No, and that's the—I mean—that's why I don't want to go either way with it because—and that's why I tweeted what I did yesterday. A lot of ifs in the situation, and if it is a false accusation, then she needs to be put in jail. And not just this case of anybody who false accuses, but if obviously there was another situation because she was in in the hospital and there was a police file report. So if you look at it, you know whoever's guilty needs to spend time in jail. There's no question mm-hmm. about that. Whether or not McCoy's involved, I mean, that's a big question. I'm kind of, you know, I would lean towards you. The, the problem is a lot of stuff points to him because of the jewelry and all that type of stuff. And he's been, as you said, trying to get her out of there. But he's been going through the legal process this entire time. And to your point, why would you do all that? And then at the 
basically 11th hour have this happen, not to mention the fact that it's going to directly probably point back to you because you've been doing the legal process. So, I mean, it's a tough situation. We're going to have to wait and see how it plays out. Unfortunately, as of today, I, I told Dane this this morning, I'm not moving him in my rankings. I'm projecting him for 16 games, just like I'm projecting Andrew Luck to play 16 games and all that type of stuff is the fact is we have to wait to see what happens. If you don't want to draft him there because of the risk, I understand it. I, I wouldn't draft him there either, but I can't just put him at arbitrarily 27 because, you know, I'm trying to incorporate some type of It's just the arbitrary decision right now. And to your point as well, they could find him innocent of everything, but to Matt's point, the dog whipping, and he could still be suspended for six, six games. It was just We just don't know how this is going to work. So there you go right there. Yeah, we he's just, off my board. We just broke down the Shady McCoy situation, gave you a little fantasy spin to it, even though this is a human, a, you, let's be humane about this. And then there you go right there. You could take that. Cut it up, package it, and make that a promo for the Fantasy Football Frenzy. 844-843-6879. Talking sleepers today on the Frenzy. Matt Medica, who you got for us for sleepers? Uh, I put Mahomes. I, you know, I was trying to figure out you know, what the definition was, like I said before. I'm a believer in everything he said about like Mitchell Trubisky and stuff and the players that were brought in and all that. He's got some incredible talent surrounding him. He's got Andy Reid. You know, the guy who left Andy Reid to go to Chicago, you know, he has Andy Reid. So, for all that, you've seen the arm. Uh, the arm strength is that obviously you're betting on a rookie with you make one start last year. So, there is a risk here. But for all those factors and stuff, I, I think this is a perfect scenario. I think, it's a per- I, I think Tyreek Hill is a guy that could thrive in this. As he's beating the odds time and time again, Sammy Watkins, I'm very excited for if they're going to move more around the field. And you still got Kelsey and Hunt. You got any? Let's go a little bit deeper. Any any other off the radar dudes on Matt Medica's boards? I took uh, Kittles as my tight end. That's not an off the radar guy. People yeah. like him, Jimmy G. I went with Aaron Jones here. All right, break that down. The, he got the two uh, game suspension, and I think he's going to you know start falling uh, further and further down because of that. I think, uh, as we mentioned a couple days ago, I think Jake said, you know, Jamal Williams has an opportunity to run with it. That's true. If he doesn't, uh, I think Aaron Jones can really seize this job as their primary number one runner. All right, Jake Seeley, all-in kid. Uh, The the Aaron Jones thing is heating up, right? You would agree with that, correct? Well, so to go back to two weeks ago before this happened, I I was taking Jamal Williams because he was cheaper. And I've said it time and again is – our best job and our the best we can do is sit back and make projections and base off talent and hope that what we see happens. And that talent wins out more than not, but it's not 100% guaranteed. You know, we can argue a perfect example is how many times the Dolphins situation in between Lamar Miller and Kenyon Drake and all the rest. So the fact is we do our best job when it's this unclear, like at least with Kenyon Drake, we know Frank Gore is going to steal some of his value. But it's not. It's still going to be Kenyon Drake in the lead. Uh, same thing. If you're on Jerick McKinnon or not, it's still Jerick McKinnon's in the lead. When this situation, this backfield is different because it's we don't know what the Packers are going to do. The Packers could have went Aaron Jones. The Packers could have went Jamal Williams. They could have went with a true committee of all three, including Ty Montgomery. They could have done a timeshare with only two of them. So you go with whoever's cheapest at that point, and that's why I was drafting Jamal Williams. Now, because of the suspension, it's reverse course. Jamal Williams is getting pulled all the way up to the fifth or sixth because, as Matt said, there's that potential where he takes off those first two weeks, Aaron Jones comes back, and why mess with success, especially because Jamal Williams is the better pass blocker. There is the same case, and Matt knows this. I said said it before when the suspension happened. There's the same situation where Jamal Williams, because he's facing the Bears and Vikings the first two games, both good defense, especially the Vikings run defense, he gets off to a bad start 
and Aaron Jones comes back to an even a better situation that he would have if he was splitting touches from week one. This is true, too. So there you go right there. Yeah, That's- like I said, I took Aaron Jones, I think, in the 11th round of the, of the fishbowl, 11-3. Dollar make you you're in eleven already. I think, I think, I think we're might, actually in the twelfth. I might be in ten too. Mine's <laughs> wow. kinda of moving along too. So uh get you an update on Scotch Fishbowl a little bit later on in the program. Uh talking sleepers today, Jake. You heard the young man uh Nick, our buddy from Minnesota, he called in and talking about it talked about a five dollar Mike Williams. Um your own Mike Williams is a sleeper this year. Uh and I and I think and I think and I think for good reasons. So I what I actually I don't want to set up your sleepers. I'll let you talk about some of the guys that you want to talk about. You say we can give us a sneak peek behind the paywall. Give us a couple of the all-in sleepers for 2018. Yeah, Mike Williams is in there. Uh, Mike Williams' uh, bandwagon has been fired up and ready to go since January. I'm just waiting for more people to get on board before I pull away. Choo-choo! Yeah, just, just go ahead. They're still waiting. Still plenty of room. I know that you're there with me. So, I mean, you could have the front seat. You can, you know, get thank a good seat. Thank you, Jake. <laughs> hey, you uh, worry about it. If it crashes, you don't have to fly out the windshield. So hey, like, Jake, check nice. your phone. Is, uh, the, is Scott calling you? <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. Not yet. I got an email during the show yesterday, though. So. Uh, that, that's easier. <laughs> that's always possible. The three I'll give you for this show that are out of the article, too, are Nick Chubb. For you know my feelings on him, and the fact is, he's potential RB two that you're getting almost in the double digit rounds. He's going to be somebody that you have to draft and hold on to because I do think Carlos Hyde is more of a threat to him than Latavius Murray was to Dalvin Cook. But it's the same situation. They drafted the better talent. They made the signing the offseason because they needed to be prepared for the season and then had the talent fall to them in the draft. I think Nick Chubb's a better option. Something like Scott Fishbowl, though, where the playoffs start early, you got to know your league. Like Scott Fishbowl, we start early in the playoffs, and it's a points base too, so you can't really wait on somebody like Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb actually loses a little bit of value there. So he's the one that I gave for today. Uh, Nick Chubb, Kenny Galladay was the other one at wide receiver. You know that. I told you the bull prediction. Top 40, three top 40 wide receivers for the Lions because he's going to fill the Eric Ebron role in the red zone because if you look at their tight ends, it's cast off, cast off, and a drafted tight end that's better than Roberts, better known for his blocking. So they got Levine, Toilolo, they've got uh, Luke Wilson with two L's from Seattle, and then Roberts. So I think that Kenny Galladay is going to make some noise this year. And then my tight end was David Njoku because Tyrod loves his tight ends. I got the Tyrod. Jake, can I, can I ask Jake a question, Corey? Would you mind? No. This is, what, what are we doing with the open microphone policy on the full field? <laughs> I, don't, I, don't get this. I have a question for Jake. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead, Mr. Sussman. What can you tell me about the uh, new Giants cornerback Sam Beal? Uh, he was just drafted in the supplemental draft in the third round with the New York Giants, and I was wondering your thoughts. I'll hang up and listen. Uh, <laughs> I, I love that. I'll hang up and listen. You know what I would do? I would, I would go to Gary Davenport, Mr. IDP Sharks, and ask him. I, I, I don't have the depth of knowledge when it comes to Sam then Neil in the uh, although I know the Sam Neil the actor. All right, so there you go. Dead Here calm, we. good movie. Shout out to Gary Davenport too. He does a great job doing his IDP Part work. Of the Black Book. Oh, I didn't know Gary was in the Black Book. This is the inaugural appearance in the Black Book. Uh, he might be. It was either last year or this year, but yeah. And you can usually catch him on uh, Roto Experts in the Morning Weekend Edition with Mike Blewett. Oh yeah, they like to talk. They like yeah, to so talk. There you go. That's right. They do mm-hmm. like to talk uh, IDP um, on that joint. Uh, Fantasy Football Frenzy Weekend Edition um, is, is going to oh, be Sam mo- Beal, not Sam Neal. <laughs> oh, look. Look at this. Look at our, our league homepage that uh, Jim Day put together for the Fantasy Football Frenzy Auction League. This is a beautiful job, Jim Day. So shout out to my man, Jim Day. Here, it's uh, all I'll, red, I'll, white, I'll... and blue and patriotic. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? For those of you who think I'm not a oh, yeah, patriot. <laughs> What's up? Jim, Jim does good work. This is excellent. You see this, man? By the way, I, I, have, go I got a... 
I saw the email last night, but I've been like boxing stuff and like, sweating because my air conditioner's not working. Oh, I hate that. So the first thing I do is I go in the crib, I turn the air conditioner on, and I just lay out. That's it. Because right, I don't want to get. Let, let me tell you something, fellas. This time of year, chub rub. It's real, bro. <laughs> and you don't want to be dealing with chub rub throughout the summer months. It'll slow you down. When we come back, Pac-Man Jones, a little bit of Scott Fishbowl talk right here on The Frenzy. Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Download it now to your phone. We promise no weird viruses, no strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go. Um, all right. So, hey, so let me get the homie Jim Day in the chat before I head out to the phones. Uh, Jim... Are we are we full? Is is the is the is the fantasy football frenzy auction fill yet, Jim? If you can answer that in the chat, because I got I got a person that wants the last spot, and I'm going to give them the last spot. From the look at from the look at the uh, I'm on the league page right now. Hey, cutie. Uh huh. Oh, excuse me. Oh, fellas, sorry. Pull down the curtains. No. <laughs> this is gonna be the only show where the curtains be closed. I'm not gonna do that, y'all. Oh man. So listen, <laughs> all right. So Jim, Jim Day, fantasy task. If it's one more spot in the auction, give it to Scott Angle. So there you go. Let me put this in the chat in case Jim don't hear me. Taz, if it's one more spot, hold on a second. If one more spot, give to the king. The A-I-N-G. Speaking of the King Scott Angle, the 2018 Roto Experts exclusive edge package is live and lit for 28. And, uh, well, the King is a loyal listener to the show. Oh, the King, well, you know, I talked to the King yesterday, and the King was like, while he's doing his work, he's the, 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 the network is on in the background. So shout out to the King Scott Angle. Oh, how is it on the background? He keeps trying to call me during the show. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point, Jake. And I'm sorry, Scott, the spot has been taken already. So, so look. Oh, look at that. They got a nice graphic around Jake. That's pretty cool. That's nice. Nando. Yeah, all right, good job. <laughs> the, 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 the genius that is my man, Nando DeFindo. Um, What's yeah, the extra G in Oh My two, God? 2018, uh, <laughs> Oh My God, God. Oh My God, God. Yeah. <laughs> Live and lit for 2018, the all-in kid Jake Seeley's rankings, Hall of Famer Scott Angle, Wall Street Matt Medica doing some work in there too. So you got all that good stuff. Take you from, from today until week 17, the whole joint. So you'll you be, you be set, squared away, and ready to go. And the guys do a lot of hard work on that, so make sure you get in there and check it out for 2018. The promo code that we use on this program and on anything that I'm a part of is All In Kid. You feel what I'm saying? That's the promo code I'm rocking Who's with. Who's that promo code? All In Kid. A-L-L-I-N Kid. K-I-D. Hey, you know what it is, Corey? It's a callback to Blazy Blazy. When the East is in the house, oh, my God. God. Danger. All right. Yeah, that's that what it is. All right, so I, I'm cool with that. I don't know. I'm just making that up. Oh, all right. I'm, listen, <laughs> I'm just going with it right now. All right. So today, is, when is the game two of the, the World Cup semifinal? The other one is today. Yeah. yeah. Two o'clock. And so that's that's Croatia and England. England. I want Croatia to win. I don't even know where Croatia is so at. Not England, France. <laughs> Where's Croatia? Anybody know where Croatia is at on the it map? Used to be part. Yeah. Then Eastern it's Europe. Part of time Yugoslavia. You you go. So is that Russia? No, no, no. What happened? Yeah, but it's 
You know, they had that war that, you know, it was a bad war. Uh, Split up into like 17 countries out there. So that's in Croatia is one of those countries. Mm -hmm. I have uh, had some friends from Croatia. So Croatia is part of the old Soviet Union? Well, I mean, the old Soviet Union was. Kind of. Yeah. The old, like, people think of Russia and they still think of, like, the Soviet Union. Yeah. It's it's, It's different now. It's not like that no more. This is not. This is something you need, Mister Sussman, for. Nowhere to be found. <laughs> yeah, nowhere to be it's found now. The, now it's, 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 it's open mic night on the fourth floor, but when I need help with the old Soviet Union, nobody seems to know what I'm talking about. Yugoslavia is definitely part of the old Soviet Union. No, okay, but is, is Croatia part of the old Soviet Union? Well, that's what it's. It's the new Soviet. They broke up. Cro- they broke up. They had that holy war. They broke up like Shady and this girl. Like remember who was it? Vlade Divac. Vlade Dadi. One of the other basketball players. Okay. One was a Serb. That's right. Of, that's yeah. right. I remember that name. Croat. Is Borat from Croatia? No, he's from uh, what the hell's the name of that? What's the name of Kazakhstan? Kazakhstan. Kazakhstan. Was Kazakhstan? Yes, that was part of the old uh, Soviet. And so is Kazakhstan in the World Cup? Or is Kazakhstan a fictional country like Wakanda? No, it's not in the World Cup. <laughs> it's Shout a real to, country. Oh, okay, good. Shout out to Yugoslavia because they brought us the Yugo, right? I, I, listen, Remember that car? Like, that was considered the worst car ever. Shout out to Yugoslavia. <laughs> Matt, Matt, I had a former football player who was a science teacher in my high school who actually had to take out the front seat to sit in his Yugo because he, sat, he was too big. He sat in the back seat and took out the front seat to drive it. Oh, that's, that, that's crazy, Jake. That's wild. <laughs> I remember them little joints too. JF got a good uh, question, got a good uh, idea in the chat. He says, oh, Jim, yeah, you know what, Jim? Good idea, Jim. Put Scott in it, make it a 14-team auction. There you go right there. So we got 12, 13, so it's one more spot auction. Engel gets spot 13, so it's one more spot. I think Stephen from Mass should have a spot for J- And I'm going to get to Stephen and Mass in a minute. JF in the chat says, should talk to Scott Fish to see if the winner of this auction can get an entry in the Scott's Fishbowl. But then again, what if, what if somebody is in Scott's Fishbowl already win the auction? Yeah, so you can give it away to one of your friends. There you go. All right, so there you go. That, that's the prize right there. You're not getting, if y'all get $250 from me, you're going to be sending me something in return. <laughs> Matter of fact, I'm going to get it first, and then I'll send you the $250. 844 <laughs> I wanted to say something. Good, something. <laughs> Good luck. Oh, <laughs> uh, Where's my call list at? Oh, here we go. Uh, let's get to Justin in Texas. Justin, what's going on, Justin? Uh, we, we lost Justin. Justin was in Texas. He probably was a Cowboy fan. Steve is in Massachusetts, though. He probably root for um. He probably root for the Patriots. What's good with you, Steve? Good to hear from you, my my man. Hey, good to hear from you too. And yeah, I'm well, you called. <laughs> yeah, there, so man. it's good to hear from you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh yeah, yeah. Uh, crazy out here, man. Everybody, everybody's not sure what the hell is going on with, uh, with New England. I'm, I'm just hoping that we can, we can uh, make the playoffs or something. Uh, you got the Jets, the Bills, and the Dolphins. I'm quite sure you'll, you'll be in at least the AFC Championship game. What, 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 what do we got today, Steven? Uh, it was, uh, so I saw on Fantasy Pros, they had uh, potential uh, must-players must, uh, that uh, people would want in, like, 2018. And one of those guys, it was in San Diego, they want, they, uh, Said that uh, if you had a chance to grab uh, Tyrell Williams be- because of the uh, Hunter Henry injury, I was just wondering: Do you guys think that that would affect Tyrell Williams, or would it affect uh, Mike Williams more? All right, because, so uh, uh, okay, Henry so I, I I get what you're saying. We are 
man, can I say we are in this? We are in, yeah, we all believers in Mike Williams guys, right here. You guys got me drinking the Kool-Aid. We are believers in Mike Williams. I wanted Williams. the Bills to draft him, but he didn't, he didn't make it today. He's a Des Bryant prototype, like when Des Bryant still had moves and was fast and stuff like that. We want, we are team Mike Williams on the fantasy football frenzy. So that takes Tyrell Williams off my board. If Tyrell Williams is on any of my teams, it's because of injury, and then it's because he popped off the waiver wire. Matt, Tyrell Williams, any love this year? I'll give him some love. I, I think, you know, uh, if you look at the past attempts, the question is, my only concern is, let's just become more of, with their defense and how good it's expected to be, does it become more of a run-oriented type team? That's interesting, Matt. So that's that's my like. I had the decision yesterday between Philip Rivers and Matt Ryan, and I was taking Matt Ryan. And at the last minute, I went Philip Rivers. All right, Jake. Wait, Tyrell Williams any love this year? If they don't sign a tight end. All right. If, so as as of right now, I would expect a lot of three wide from this team. I mean, pushing the tops of the league with the Rams led the league last year. Denver was actually near the top, surprisingly, even though they don't even have a real third wide receiver until this year, which is why, hint, hint, there's another sleeper in the article to read about from Denver. But Dang. that all being said is if you look at with the Chargers as of right now, if they can't convince Antonio Gates to come back. Then I like Tyrell Williams as a late round flyer. Uh, the only, as you said, we're on Mike Williams because of the talent. The only thing that's going to stop Mike Williams is health. If that back issue becomes a, a, a recurrence, yeah, then you don't want to. Then you don't, then it's bad business right just, there. Because just don't be Corey you, you don't want to be twenty something <laughs> years old with a bad back. That's got to be pitiful. So eight four four eight four three six eight seven nine. So this Pac Man Jones thing, right? Uh, this is interesting because when Pac Man Jones like first got in the NFL. <laughs> They act like Pac-Man Jones is Willie Horton. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Can I just say one thing before you? The Pac-Man Jones, I would have lost all my money because I would have bet the under on his NFL career. There you go. 100%, <laughs> Matt. You nailed it. They act like Pac- they, Pac-Man Jones was the Willie Horton of the NFL. They was like, this black man is dangerous. You don't want your kids watching them playing football. But Pac-Man was doing a lot of dumb stuff. He had the situation in Vegas when that club got shot up. A couple of people got bodied. They put it on him. Then, like, his boys was always wilding and crazy. Oh, don't make a mistake, Corey. If he was playing today, he wouldn't have lasted a year. <laughs> oh, no, today he'd have been out the NFL today. You're right about that, Jake. They'd have been put him out uh, t- today's NFL. No doubt about that. Now... Pac-Man, for his, for his credit, he went underground. He became quiet. Pac-Man's had a long, good NFL career. Not really no trouble with the law these past couple years, Pac-Man Jones. The Willie Horton label is gone off of Pac-Man Jones now. You don't have to worry about that. So, is he born again? I'm just curious. I don't, that's a good question. I got to think he found God at some point. Maybe that, that, he, he did make a... Yeah, maybe that's what it is, too. Um, he gets with the Bengals, has a nice, long NFL career. Pac-Man Jones turned himself around. Now, here's the thing. If y'all don't open up a new tab and go to Twitter and put in Pac-Man Jones in the search, and there's this video of Pac-Man Jones in the airport in Atlanta. I don't know exactly what it was that happened, but (laughs) Pac-Man Jones and one of the employees of the damn airport get into a fist fight. And the thing about it that's crazy is Pac-Man Jones is like, he's chilling like, you don't, want, you don't want no smoke. You don't want no smoke, son. You don't whatever. You don't want it. You know what I'm saying? Going about your business. You know what I mean? But the dude, the employee, is the dude that's coming after Pac-Man Jones. Like, what's up? So they try to hold the employee back. He shakes loose, and he squares up, and Pac-Man Jones, and this dude is in the Atlanta airport on the Delta Gate by B-26, Throwing down is the craziest thing I've seen in my life, Matt. Who has the why, Pac-Man Jones? You have the 
the gall to go pick a fight with Willie Horton himself, Pac-Man Jones, and the dude was giving Pac-Man Jones a little bit of work too. That, he, he he snatched the food out of his. He snuck this food to the ground too. Crazy. Like that's, yeah. I mean that's. Hey, credit to Pac-Man with a backpack on. And somebody tried to hold him back, and he still whooped his tail. No, no, Pac-Man Jones it, it, it did end up beating the dude up. You know the, what I'm the, saying? The craziest public fight I've ever seen was these two guys were going at it. I don't know where it was. It's a public thing. Yeah. And a guy pulled like a little squirrel out of his shirt. A squirrel? <laughs> He's got a foreign object. How do you get a squirrel into a fight? So that's no crazy idea. right there. That was the beauty of Twitter. So. The thing with Pac-Man, right? So they call him Pac-Man because in the game Pac-Man, they used to eat, run, and eat up the pebbles, mm-hmm. and it's why, why he was trying to escape the cops. So that's why this dude's name was was, was named Pac-Man Back because in the day, that movie Colors, remember Pac-Man? Yeah, because anybody who has a nickname, except for Adam Jones, well, Adam Jones not really Pac-Man from the Baltimore Orioles. Any dude in your neighborhood with a nickname Pac-Man is because son stayed running from the cops. Yeah, Adam, the Adam Jones from the Orioles is the No, opposite. no, he's a hero. That's yes. the opposite. You're 100% correct. That Adam Jones is a hero. Remember last year in the Baseball Olympics, he had all those big plays. Adam Jones probably does like the uh, the, the self arresting like the the like yeah I know people like oh i saw you broke the law you need to turn yourself in (laughs) yeah exactly he might have that joint by now but i don't know he changed he turned his career around but um you're right jake in today's nfl pac-man jones after that first incident they probably wouldn't let him in with the track record he had speaking of the supplemental draft um it's a dude it's supposed to be a safe a safety i'll sign off youtube when i'm ready pj it's supposed to be a safety um that's coming out. It's supposed to be like a generational type player, but he had like some education trouble. But uh, let's see if somebody took a gamble on him today. He's supposed to be like this lockdown, can't miss dude that's going to be out in supplemental draft. It always I, confuses me the supplemental draft. Yeah, me too. I can't. I <laughs> don't even start. Before I sign off YouTube, right quick, uh, what are we going to do with the frenzy auction? If we get all fourteen teams in, we'll start the bidding process at six p.m. East. So, uh, Jim, you can put that in the email. Goon Squad, we'll be back online later on making our bids for the auction. Um, yeah, so it'll be good to go with that. Goon Squad, we out. YouTube, we out. Hey, PJ, don't talk to me like that, son. I, I got beef with the fourth floor. All right? PJ, you in particular. <laughs> Not you in particular. PJ, look out for me. Uh, let's get to my man Justin in Texas. Justin, what's good with you? What's up, man? I'm surprised you didn't ask me if I was a Cowboys fan. I'm, a, I'm about to ask you if you're a Cowboy fan, Justin. No, yeah, I heard you earlier say so I got bad connection, but yeah, my heart is Cowboys, but my head saying, "Oh man, another season, maybe ten six. No, you're you're a Cowboy fan, Justin, and let me tell you, this is what our Dallas Cowboys do. When the expectations are high, we kind of falter. When we don't come in with no expectations, there you go. That's when we rocking and rolling. So don't you listen to that foolishness they talking <laughs> about our Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys are going to be in the playoffs this year. How about them Cowboys? I think Justin? somebody spiked your Kool Aid. All right, Matt, you can think whatever you want to think. <laughs> what we got? What we got, Justin? All right. Yeah, I'm looking at Chris Carson, man. I was feeling good about him last year until he went down, but and this year, I don't know. This reports out of camp, he's looking good. And you know, them Seahawks backs—they're always getting hurt. It's like a curse on them over there. Listen, I'm on the Chris Carson bandwagon. I really am. I understand Rashad Penny. They got the draft capital behind him. They went out there and got him. They say he runs like Marshawn Lynch, beast mode. But I'm hearing too much good stuff about Carson to just completely write him off my board. 
Do I think Penny's going to be the guy to get the first opportunity and there's a good chance that he runs with it? Yes. But a dollar make you holler, late round flyer on Chris Carson, Jake, on the back of your bench, I got no smoke with that. Oh, at the end of the draft, sure, on Chris Carson. But this is revisionist history, man. I'm telling people, like, I don't know how many times I have to keep saying it. Chris Carson didn't do that much last year. He was pretty mediocre and not even great in the first two games. He had one really good game, and everybody's just remembering, oh, he was better than the crap that they had there the entire year. He's just better than what they threw out for the entire season. He's a seventh-round, almost undrafted running back, and I know that doesn't matter if the talent shows on the field, but the team doesn't move up back into the first round, take a running back there, and not give him every opportunity possible over somebody that basically was almost undrafted the year before, who, again, wasn't even that great. He was just better than what they had. All right. All-in kid, what do you think? Okay. okay. I mean, I said all-in kid. I meant Madika. Jesus. I'm, I'm, uh, sorry, I, I think he's better than that uh, Packers running back to put in last year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Eddie Lacy. <laughs> <laughs> I meant to get on Scott about Eddie Lacy last like night, but I forgot. Friend? Yeah. Scott was taking Eddie Lacy in a sec on a 2-3 turn last year. <laughs> uh, anybody on the fourth floor? Oh, anybody on the fourth floor want to add something before we go off there? Huh? Open mic night on the fourth floor. Anybody? Oh, oh, all right. it's pretty cool. Does uh, Venture want to give us his pick? For the yeah, World yeah, Cup? Venture. Yeah, since it's open mic night on the fourth floor. Vic- Not, just watch your mouth from now on, and we're all. Hey, 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 PJ. Oh. I'm going to be coming down there in a minute, PJ. Don't, don't act like I ain't coming down there. <laughs> Turn into Pac Man Jones on the fourth I'm floor. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, open mic night on the fourth floor. I love it. So. If anybody on the fourth floor want to interrupt the program, this is we got two minutes left. So there a minute and thirty seconds left. Well, I think every time we talk about Rashid Penny, that picture with Jake saying draft Rashid Penny. Should, I like that. Should appear. So that's Jake is Drake. I like that. I like that's clever, right? That's clever. So Jake got hits. This this Kiki song, oh my lord, this song gets they played the you saw you step outside the door, you hear this damn song. So whatever. Shout out to uh shout out to the six, shout out to Toronto. Uh, real talk, shout out to everybody on the fourth floor. Tremendous job they, they do down there, PJ, Bavona, the whole crew. Um, it's not open mic night, but y'all do a great job. For the all-in kid, Jake Seeley. For Wall Street, Matt Medica. Don't forget, if you are in the uh, Fantasy Football Frenzy auction, if we get all 14 teams, which I think we will, the bidding process will begin at 6 p.m. Eastern time today. And then tomorrow, we can come back and we can talk about some of the prices and stuff like that. And we'll, and we'll have a good time with it. Tomorrow's Thursday, so that's cool. So enjoy the World Cup, enjoy the baseball tonight, and uh, hopefully we get the chance to enjoy our nomination process in the uh, Fantasy Football Frenzy 14-team auction. For the All-In Kit, for Wall Street, Matt Medica, Roto Experts live and lit for 2018. Go get that joint promo code All-In Kit. Frenzy, we out.